0: This is a HeadGum Podcast.
1: This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Spera. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is dating your friends.
0: Also in the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news. Serena Williams partners with Bumble and a comedy writer comes up with new dating terms inspired by Catfishing. Then we're diving into our mailbox to answer your listener questions, including a listener who just started dating her best friend and another who is interested in dating her friend but worries he might be too short. But first, Angela, what's going on in your week? Well, it's just us. Just us. Bonding time with my bestie. Let's
1: vent. Um, So, you know, the cool thing about being with somebody for a really long time is you continue to learn things about them. And I have learned almost five years into my relationship with Ian is that we can't cook together. We are very bad at cooking together. Really? We fight. We are very vicious. And uh, and both of our worst sides come out. And unfortunately, I learned this fact the other night when I had my friend over for dinner. And I was like, it's going to be so nice. We'll cook for you. Just sit back, relax, have a glass of wine. Ian and I will do all the work, and it got to be so awkward that she was like, "I'm going to go in the other room." Are you serious? What happened? <laughs> so, well, you know, Ian has a background working in a kitchen, so he thinks he fucking knows everything. Um, <laughs> I am, very- even though you are chef Sparrow thanks to Blue Apron. Yeah, and we were doing a Blue Apron recipe. Um, I like to follow the rules. I follow the recipe. Yeah, as you should. And when you do that, it comes out like the picture. It, and it comes it, out delish. Did. Exactly. Always delish. Ian's more of a freestyler. He freestyles. He's like, I'm going to skip that part. And I'm like, no, because what happens when he does that is then five steps later, he's like, oh, I shouldn't have done that.
0: Okay. Ian and I are the same person because whenever this, we always say this. We always say this. Ian and I are the same. Nick and Ian are the same. Whenever Nick I'm and me doing- are the same. Or yeah. Sorry, Nick and Angela <laughs> are the same. Me and Ian are the same. Nick and Angela are the same. Thank you. Yes. Uh whenever I'm doing a recipe, I'm like, oh whoops, I forgot to buy eggs. Let's put chia seeds in water. Or maybe I could just use applesauce. That's kind of like an egg. And like and it always turns out so
1: fucking gross. That and that makes my head explode. And especially I usually do the grocery shopping but like that night i was like can you just pick up like these three things from the grocery store and he came back with none of the things he was like yeah i didn't really like how like the bok choy looked it was like a little weird so i didn't get that i got this instead were you making like like, some veggie sides with your blue apron we were making it was like one of those like all-in-one things that you just put in the oven to bake uh should have been easy in theory it wound up being delicious for the record but it was just a lot of fighting to get there um so that was like the first thing where I was like oh okay great sure and then like we just kept like sniping at each other and oh no I know so but what we (laughs) what we realized is when you work in a kitchen there's like a hierarchy there's like I don't know the actual titles, but I was like There's like sous chef. And yeah. So whatever. and there's like head chef, boss chef. So So next, Ian thinks he's head chef. Right. So but what what I So I was like, all right, let me see things from Ian's perspective. So like first of all, I was mad at him for fighting with me in front of my friend. Like I was like, you should have just Yeah,
0: that's embarrassing.
1: Fucking put a smile on your face and then we could have talked about it later. So that pissed me off. That's like a big thing for me. I don't like fighting in front of friends. Well, it makes other people very uncomfortable. Yes. And like we were doing it like, you know, we weren't screaming at each other. It was like fine. And we were like eventually joking, but like just a lot of sniping. Uh, I don't mind venting about fights to friends, but I don't like fighting in front of friends. Totally agree. Um, But so then the next time we decided to cook together i was like all right i'm gonna see things from ian's perspective and i'm gonna put it in terms he understands and i was like i think that you're used or what what's wrong here is that there's no hierarchy and we're both equal and we're both trying to do our own thing so tonight i'm gonna to be boss chef and oh you're an assistant chef and next time we can switch but this is a G- angela i'm so i feel like
0: this was genius. You have evolved so much in terms of fighting.
1: This was a genius solution. And it actually worked really well. And I was like, I'm I'm boss chef. And he kept laughing every time I said boss chef. And I was like, that's my title. I'm boss (laughs) chef. And when I say something, you have to listen to me. And if you want to freestyle, you can, but you have to run it by me. Oh my God. I love it. And then Genius. next time we cook, you can be boss chef, but tonight you're bit chef.
0: <laughs> so when Nick and I cook, I'm always boss chef. <laughs> okay, Cause he doesn't cook and he doesn't know how. So but it works sometimes, but it's just not fun for him. Cause I'm like, he's like, what do I do? And then I, I'm boss chef. So I tell him, I'm like, I'm like, chop the carrots. And he's like, and all uh, like this i was like yep yeah, great okay now to this and i'm just always like bossing him around which isn't really that fun for either one of us but yes. he's like like yeah so it is it.
1: and that was one of my things that i complained about to ian and i was like this should be fun like yeah. this is fun and he was like you try and make it too fun you're like playing around with the music you're trying to find the right music and we have shit to do and i'm like i want to set the mood i have to find the right playlist on spotify i'm on your side With with, in terms of like the fun in terms of
0: everything even though i'm like ian where i go off the recipe i agree with you that it's a terrible idea (laughs) okay
1: good (laughs) good uh but yeah yeah, the, the important thing is we found a resolution we've only done stuff where i'm boss chef so far but eventually ian will get his moment to shine and i'll let you know how it goes let me know uh what's going on in your week well I got to tell
0: you. So sometimes I use this podcast to passively aggressively talk about things I'm not comfortable talking with Nick about when I know that he's going to be in the room listening to the episode. Like tonight, today, Correct. he's yeah. not in the room with us, but sometimes I'm like, I think he'll be in the room. So we had like a sex person on the podcast. And like sometimes I'll kind of like ask, not always. I don't want you guys, I don't want you listeners
1: home to like read. Read too into my questions. (laughs) Don't read too into shit. Although, if you ever hear Laura asking a very pointed question about sex, you might want to assume that Nick is in the room. No, not always. Not always. Very
0: rarely, but a couple times. But anyways... Sometimes I have I have in the past used this podcast to passively aggressively talk about things in my relationship that are uncomfortable to do in person. Yeah, why else have a podcast? Why? That's truly one of the big reasons we still have a podcast <laughs> so Angela and I can can do this. Yes. Uh but I wasn't even really I didn't really have that in mind when we had this like sex person on on one of the episodes but Nick happened to be in the room and she was talking about things. Anyways, with, 2 hours later, I'm like hanging out in the closet and he's like so like Hanging out in the closet we're, Well we're, like literally Hanging out in the closet I'm like changing into pajamas He's like so like We should have like a Romantic sexy time soon I was like oh, And I was like Did Did that guest Talking about sex Get you in the mood And he's like
1: Maybe, but oh I just God. like want to have like a sexy time with you. Should we tell the listeners which episode it was? Uh, it was sure, go for it. It was Janae. Janae, uh, and and she said you should schedule sexy time. You should schedule. So he was kind of trying to schedule it. He was like, I think we should like plan a sexy time
0: soon. And I was like, Yeah, I would love that. And he was like cool and i don't know i feel like like that was episode like 183 and like i've passively aggressively tried to talk about things for 180 episodes this is the first time <laughs> and it's
1: finally working it's the
0: first time it finally worked and i didn't even mean to do it like it was just she was talking about sex and it got
1: him in the mood that's just how you know we we picked a great guest for the podcast so she got nick horned up got nick all horned up and i don't know i just wanted to share that because i was like well oh, that it's was a funny. little you know light bulb moment it actually worked on me too i was like i should schedule sexy time with ian and then i got my period and i was like never mind oh no
0: (laughs) but next time (laughs) next time all right we're gonna jump we're uh into what's in the news next but first let's take a quick sponsor break we would like to thank our sponsor BioClarity. BioClarity is a garden-given, skin and beauty brand that wants to help you achieve beautiful, naturally glowing skin. I love BioClarity. Everything's green. Like the color of it is actually green. So you like, you know, okay, there's plants in here. And when I'm deciding if I like skincare or not, I really wanted my brother to, to help me test stuff out
1: yeah, he's your guinea pig?
0: He is my guinea pig and also like he has always like struggled with skin problems. So, you know, when he turned 30, I was like, "Bro, you're 30. What do you want? You know, you can have anything in the world, not in anything, but I was like, I want to get you a nice gift. I'm your older sister. I want to yeah. get you a nice gift." And he was like, "I just want some skincare stuff." I was wow. like, "Wow. All right. So, I got a bunch of skin skincare, skincare stuff. So, obviously, when BioClarity became a sponsor, I was like, bro, you got to test this out for me. And he loves it. I just sent him some more bio clarity. And he was like, you're the best big sis in the world. Oh my God, look at that. I know. Helping
1: your brand and helping your brother. I know, I know. But he's
0: like a good, you know, if he likes something, I
1: know it's good. Right, then we use it on our faces. Yeah, it helps him with like the redness and the acne, like everything. Yeah, so um, BioClarity has a couple of skincare routines. I really like the clear skin routine. It's for combination oily slash breakout prone skin, The three-step regimen that uh, rescues stress skin, banishing bumps and erasing redness. There, It's a cleanse, treat and restore process. It's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty fun
0: pretty fun. And you guys can take the first step to healthier, more radiant skin by going to bioclarity.com. And right now our listeners, when you purchase a skincare routine, you're going to get a free clarifying mask with your order. That's a $25 value for free, but you need to enter our code single at checkout. That's bioclarity.com and use our offer code single S I N G L E at checkout. And you're going to get your free clarifying mask when you purchase a routine.
1: All right, Angela, what have you been reading about in the news? Okay, so I was reading Bustle, and Bustle was letting everybody know about why Serena Williams and Bumble are teaming up for this new, uh, it's called The Ball is in Her Court campaign. Uh, This was Natalia Luzinski reporting. So the Super Bowl has passed at this point, but at this year's Super Bowl, Bumble will have announced a partnership with Serena Williams for their global Make the First Move campaign. They say that Serena Williams is the embodiment of their brand, which I think is really cool because Serena Williams is like a strong, independent, powerful lady. Yeah, she's a
0: she's a very successful lady, like the, I love that 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 she would be the face of
1: Bumble. Yes, she's like not afraid to stick up for herself and that they, they have the whole like Make the First Move cuz she like Please, Jenna's making moves. Oh, I get it. I get get it? it. You get it. So uh they said the campaign is going to be focused around women making the first food move in every aspect of life, whether it be dating, friendship, and or business. And that's because Bumble has three categories right now. They have dating, then they have meeting friends through their BFF feature, and then their third feature I didn't know about. They have networking called Bumble Biz. I, Very did you cool. Know about this. Um so yeah, as Bumble's global advisor, Serena Williams is going to aim to reinforce the platform's mission to end misogyny and power women around the world. Like more and more I hear about Bumble, I'm like, I fucking love the women that are behind this company.
0: Whitney Wolf, man.
1: Yeah. Who knows making what's that? Great decisions. Um You know, it's of course it's marketing. It's all just to sell a product and blah blah. blah, uh, You know, I don't want to like. But if you're gonna if you're gonna do
0: marketing, like let's do one that let's do marketing that empowers women,
1: right? Because a lot of the time, being on a dating app and like dealing with like gross messages from men, it can get you down. So I like that there are angles to empower. It's important. It's addressing a need that women have. Very cool. Like most, I feel like most dating apps don't come at it from that perspective. So I I agree.
0: I really. I'm down with that. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I love it. Of course. What are you reading about? So I was reading my favorite The New Yorker. This is Dating Terms Inspired by Catfishing by Sarah K. Runnels. Now, in all honesty, this is a humor piece. So it's not even like a news piece, but I just find it so funny because, Angela, how often on this podcast do we talk about new dating terms?
1: Um, very often. I feel like any number of the terms that this writer came up with, I would believe are real.
0: Yeah. So there's like orbiting. Like, let's name something. We've done right orbiting. Coming. Uh, submarining Submarining Love bombing uh, Bread crumbing uh, There's so many So she came up with a bunch that are inspired by catfishing And these are not even real But they, I was like they might as well be f- fucking real Okay <laughs> so number one starfishing I'm just going to read a few that are my favorite When your date has star quality But is really a brainless opportunistic bottom feeder Just like a starfish Yeah Octopussing When someone <laughs> is dating eight people at once
1: that's definitely a thing, whether or not we have a name
0: for it. Yep. Uh, Goldfishing. When you flush memories of a bad date down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stingraying. When a date makes it clear that you're getting some tail tonight. <laughs> oh, wow. But it could also kill you. Halibutting. When your date pairs perfectly with a white wine.
1: Huh.
0: Huh, huh. Oh. Uh, monk fishing When your date has a huge head, tiny eyes, and an enormous mouth filled with needle-like teeth.
1: I was hoping it would just be that they enjoy the TV show Monk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's the one you would write. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big Tony Shalhoub fan. What can I too, say? Me too, though. He's great in Marvelous Miss Maisel. I know. We haven't talked about Miss Maisel oh, enough. Oh, God. The best
0: show. <laughs> best show. Okay. I'm going to read a few more. Uh, uh, shrimping. When you peel off layers to get to the good stuff and there's still shit to deal with. <laughs> uh, because, like you know, when you, ate, when you eat shrimp, you eat their shit. A little get shoot. it? There's poop mm-hmm. in the shrimp. Uh, okay tuna-ing when your date doesn't realize that they're getting canned Uh uh Uh, and floundering the only way to describe my dating life
1: feel free to use any of these as real life dating terms guys write a think piece about it you could be our next news story
0: they might as well be real dating terms because they're they're no crazier than the ones we actually talk about on this show yes all right we are gonna jump into the mailbox but first let's take a quick sponsor break Mm -hmm. We would like to thank our sponsor, OKCupid. Okay OKCupid okay is the only dating app that finds you someone based on who you are and what you're into. Angela and I have our lives to thank for it. I have my child's life to thank for it because I, I met my husband through OKCupid. Okay well, he had technically gone on a date with one of my friends, and then I snatched him from her. Just kidding. It wasn't that dramatic. They just they realized that they were more friends, and then I met him
1: at her party. And Angela, of course, met Ian, her fiancé. Yeah, we. Our path to love was a little more direct. I just messaged him. I didn't have him meet a friend and then all that stuff.
0: Yeah, but you knew you knew of, of all the apps you chose OkCupid, which is why it holds such a special place in our heart. You have interest, right? Of course you do. You're listening to this podcast. Don't you want to share all the wonderful things you've heard here today with someone who would also give a shit about it? I think so. People on OkCupid, the dating app, are only interested in you. More importantly, what makes you,
1: you. That's right. So, the OkCupid okay dating app lets you answer a ton of fun questions that let you be seen by the people who are going to be into you. These are questions like, would you pay $5 extra for guac? That's my favorite question. Yeah, that is. It's so telling I, I don't about even, a person. You
0: know, even if someone's like, no... I still just want to know their answer. It doesn't mean we have to have the same answer. I just want to know your answer.
1: Right. And then the other, they have like kind of more serious questions like, would you date someone who isn't a feminist? Which is like... Obviously not. Exactly. And so essential to know before I even waste my time messaging with you.
0: Yeah. Same. Like if, if it was like, would you date someone who smokes? My answer would be no, because I'm very
1: anti-smoking. Right. And I'd be a little more open to it. but Really? Yeah. I mean... I mean, you wear a beret. If you ch- Right. It's very Parisian. <laughs> you wear a beret. Of course, <laughs> you'd love a
0: smoker. No, I'm just kidding.
1: But I look at their other questions, and as long as they check all my other boxes, I'm like, okay, I can, I have a balanced view of who you are from all these questions on OKCupid. Exactly.
0: So, guys, say what you're into, meet someone who's into what you're into, and avoid the moment you wished you stayed at home instead of being on a bad date. Find your great date on the OKCupid dating app. Download the free app today. We would like to thank our sponsor, Squarespace. You can think it. You can dream it. You can do it all with Squarespace. You can turn your cool idea into a new website. This is what we did. It made us feel legit. We've said this before when we were just a tiny little scrappy sketch show. And then we started adding things. First, we added a gallery. Then we got some press. We added our press page. Then we were like, oh, okay, well, we're going to make a book. We got a book deal. So we added like a book page where we, you know, before the book was out, we wrote like, you know, Book news coming soon. And then the book was out. We put like, oh, hey guys, look, this is the cover of our book. Check it out. Then we decided to add a shop. We added a shop page. Then we we launched our podcast. We added our podcast page where we put our new episodes up. And, And I'm always updating and tinkering with the website as we get new sponsors. I'll put the codes on there. It's just so easy to do stuff on Squarespace. And as we have grown as a brand, so has our website.
1: Yeah. And having a website isn't just for your audience to learn about you. Sometimes I'll forget things about us and I go on our website and I'm like, what year did we write our book? And I go on our website and it reminds me. Legit. That is the only reason I have a personal website because I forget my own like bio. I'm like, where did I
0: work? What was that? article I wrote, it's like a catalog from my own memory. It's, it's like very sad. like having
1: your own little home base on the internet. So if you are an architect, an art gallerist, perhaps you're a graphic designer, a furniture maker. Maybe you're like starting a museum. That's cool. Whoever you are, you could use the Squarespace website. Squarespace gives you beautiful templates created by world-class designers. They have this new way to buy domains that's really easy and you can choose from over 200 extensions. And if you get at all confused, they have 20 award-winning customer support to help you out.
0: Yes, they are the best. All you got to do is go to squarespace.com slash single for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code single to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com and then offer code single to save 10% off.
1: All right, Angela, what do we have in the mailbox this week? Okay, First, we have an anonymous listener. They wrote in with the subject line, I have feelings for my best friend, which goes perfectly with this week's topic. So she says... I recently told my best friend that I have feelings for him and he reciprocated. We recently went on our first date and it was really great and he was extremely affectionate and gentlemanly. It seemed like everything was headed in a positive direction over the last month until we had a DTR talk, that's to define the relationship, where he said he didn't think he wa- was in a place for a relationship right now, man. Um, as background, he graduates from college in six months and doesn't know what he's he wants to do following graduation, and I live about an hour away having graduated already. Is this a sign that I should just give up on the thought of a relationship with him and just go back to being friends? Well, okay, it's more than a sign. Yeah, I mean,
0: he, it's more than a sign. It's more him like flat out saying it, but maybe you're not wanting to, to hear really- Hear it. To, yeah, exactly. Wanting to hear it and process it because it's not what you want to hear, so it's hard to hear. I think you might have trouble going back to being Friends but I mean I love your positivity You're like let's just go back to being friends it's great that you That you think you might be Able to so -hmm. that's that's good But um yeah, I mean, the good thing that I'm hearing here is that you have no problem communicating with this guy. Like, number one, you told him you had feelings for him, so you had the balls to do that. I hate the phrase the balls, because it's always like a You had a the ma- vagina. To do yeah, you that. had the vagina to do it. Uh you whatever. You had the guts to tell him how you felt and it worked out great. You had the great. giant clitoris
1: to tell to have the d- the DTR talk. And and then uh, And I it's th- good that he was honest with you when you had that talk. You know, it sounds I, like he was pretty bold. Once. gotta say you guys
0: are doing great communication wise so yeah i mean i honestly think uh if, if you want to have a serious relationship with this guy and he's told you you don't want that he doesn't want that then yeah i think you just gotta say like okay cool man like i thought things were going well but i think we want different things so like yeah i'm gonna move on and find someone that wants what i want and like let's go back to being friends and i hope that you can you might need like a little space in between yes but but i don't know that would be my take
1: yeah, and definitely be honest with yourself about what you're looking for. Because if he's like, ah, I just want to like kind of string this along and be casual. Don't be like, yeah, I think I could do that when deep down, you know, you want a relationship because then you're going to like build up resentments and it's just going to be yucky. You're not going to be happy. Yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, I mean, you guys sound like you're really good at communicating. So uh, just tell him
1: how you feel like you've been doing the whole way. Uh, You know, so far. Yeah. And I agree with Laura. With a little space in between, you probably could have a shot at going back to a friendship. You just need that space. That's important. What else we got in the mailbox? Uh, Okay. We have another anonymous listener and they write... Hi, so I've been friends with this guy for like a year now, and I'm just realizing I probably have feelings for him. He's an ex-army guy, cute, super funny, confident, rescues animals. Oh, he's got he's got my vote. Yeah. You know, you know I'm like a sh- uh, adopt, don't shop. Yes, and he, he rescues them, and he owns his own house. All oh, he's got his shit together. Only 24. Wow. You could, you could be a cougar for him. Um he oh wait the list goes on. He's also super fit and cut. Yeah, get smiley, it, boy. Winky face. Um he is going to school to be a veterinarian. Oh, I he's love a this Super guy. good catch. She's really building him up. Of course you love him. Of course you have a crush on him. Oh my god, he sounds fantastic. Um so yeah, she says he's a super good catch that somehow has not been scooped up yet. Here's the problem though. He's like 3 or 5 inches shorter than me. I'm super interested, but like every time I imagine him having to go on his tippy toes to kiss me or how it'd be in heels around him, I just can't. Please help. How do I get over my own insecurities and just invite this man on a date? I don't want to get anything started and ruin our friendship and tell him the reason why is because he's short. I'd be a massive bitch for that. Well, no, don't tell him it's because he's short. Okay, so he hasn't
0: asked he hasn't told her he has feelings for her she has right. them for him so there's no reason that she should say anything about his height that should never ever ever come up especially yeah that should just never yeah, come talk up. about mixed signals yeah if she approaches him she's and he's like, like
1: i'm I really think, into you but you're short <laughs> I,
0: i'm really into you but you're but you're short so i don't know like don't don't do that no don't ever have that happen and and if he comes and says tells, tells you first that he has feelings for you don't be like mm, Maybe, but you're short. Nope. Just no. Nope. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. Just don't say the S word. Just no. Nope. You're not allowed to say that. I've dated two shorter people in in my time, one guy in college. Um it was fine. Like, he wasn't like I guess I wasn't that like sexually attracted to him. This guy sounds like he's like cut though and fit. And this right. guy definitely wasn't. And yeah, just personality wise, I wasn't that into that guy. And then oh, and then I dated another guy when I moved to New York. I think like both times though, it wasn't like the chemistry wasn't there and they also happened to be shorter. Oh, I dated another guy that was shorter than me. Um, <laughs> now, so yeah, I guess I actually have dated my, a handful of guys that are shorter than me um, and some lasted longer than others. I think it all just, yeah, it, it depends on, you know, if you're, if, if it bothers you or not, I have a couple friends that are with people that are they're taller than than their guy. And like they'll both make jokes about it. Like one of my friends recently uh, got pregnant and in the like baby post, the guy wrote like, I really hope that he gets like most of her genes, like including her height. Yeah, like, yeah, like he made like a cute little thing about it. Uh, and and she, and then she was like, I'm not even that tall, <laughs> which was funny. But uh, uh, I don't last, know, Angela, you're taller week, than Ian, yeah, right? Last
1: week we read that story about the bride who. Wanted her groom to put lifts in his shoes. Yeah. So it happens. I'm a little, I am a little taller than Ian. We're like the same height, but yeah, like if I wear a heel, I'm definitely much taller. And
0: I feel like in like the last couple of years, you've gotten better posture maybe than like, yeah. So you, you just come across as taller. Yes, I him. do.
1: Well, I'm like a little leaner. He's wider, which sometimes makes somebody present shorter, I guess, a little yeah. But, and like I had the same thing in my head that I was not attracted to short men and like that I went on a few dates with guys that were just yeah too short and I was not physically attracted to them I just went on a date with Ian and happened to be attracted to him and like I think that's the the thing is like if you it sounds like you're already attracted to this guy so it shouldn't be too much of a hump to get over uh if you're worried about what other people think like that's stupid yeah because there's really only two reasons that you could be worried about dating a shorter guy is like you're not physically attracted to them or you're worried about what other people think and you've already said you think he's like super cut cute and a good bit. catch and all the stuff so like sounds like you're good there if the issue is what other people think like you know like you're going to be in a happy healthy relationship with a, a super cut veterinarian so like who so cares fuck, what fuck other them. people think fuck. he'll wear lifts at your wedding it'll be great
0: yeah exactly
1: um so yeah it's like get, get out get, of your head but
0: yeah get out of your head and like you know be confident that you're attracted to him before you tell him how you feel
1: yeah, that's uh, that's true. I think in any time you're gonna like start dating a friend, like be sure of your feelings before you go for it.
0: We hope that's helpful. If any of you listeners want your questions answered, or if you have any funny messages that you want to share, email us at contact at thisiswhyyoursingleshow dot com. Uh, just know we we can only really answer advice that we read on the on the show. But we hope that you will send in your questions because we'd, we'd love to check them out. You can also find all of our contact info on our website at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Now let's dive into our reason of the week.
1: So this week's reason is dating your friends.
0: Yes, we've discussed getting stuck in the friend zone a little bit, like because that that's a bummer if you if you get stuck in the friend zone. Yes, and we've that's done whole to me. episodes
1: yes. on that. Yes,
0: I've I've been stuck in the friend zone before, but we've never talked about what happens when two friends discover they're both attracted to each other and they start dating. Totally bypassing this friend zone.
1: Right. And then you're like in this new weird phase that you need a little guidance on because you're transitioning the dynamic of your relationship. So this happens a lot. You were friends for years. There was no chemistry. But then all of a sudden one day it just clicks and you decide to go for it. It can be awkward at first because things are changing. Um I actually found on Cosmo our girl Julia Pug- Pugachevsky, our favorite last name that we love to say, Pugachevsky. Pugachevsky. Pugachev, sometimes we we abbreviate it. Uh she wrote so she recently started dating a friend. Great. And she wrote like a list of tips for transitioning into a relationship that I thought were really good.
0: Yeah, let's let's go through them together. So first is flirt to test the waters, which is always smart. We kind of say that almost in That's good advice for like any situation
1: where you're not sure how somebody feels. Just kind of flirt and see if they flirt back. Right. Exactly. Before you rock the boat. Number two, make sure you have the right kind of friendship for a relationship because she says there's a huge difference between your ride or die BFF and someone who's just really fun to party with. So, I think that's good advice because we all have different friends for different things. If it's not the kind of friend that you're like, right or dying, having good conversations with and sharing a lot about, like, they're, you know, you might think you have chemistry or relationship potential when you really don't. Yeah. If it's the other kind of friend. Yeah.
0: Uh, Be honest about why you want to date them. There should be an element of sexual attraction, just not, you know, just not. The fact that you're just comfortable. You might be comfortable around somebody, but make sure you're also attracted to them and you can, like, picture yourself kissing them and that is exciting.
1: Right. And not just, like, good on paper, like we talk about sometimes. Um, Number four is go all in if you're going to do this. She says wavering a little is normal at first if you value your friendship, but consistently worrying about the state of your friendship with every new step you take in a romantic development is no good. So, like, don't constantly be like, oh, what happens if we break up? Like... Just like be in the moment. Be in the moment, yeah. Once once you decide to go for it.
0: And don't involve your friends too much in the beginning because, you know, when you share friends, it's going to be really weird for you to be like talking shit or asking for advice when, when, you know, When they have equal alliance to you and the other friend, you know, when you're when your friends are only your friends and they don't know the guy you're dating or the girl you're dating, then,
1: you know, their alliances are with you. So, you know, just be careful what you say to your mutual friends. Yeah. She said pick a a non-mutual friend to vent to because obviously you're going to vent anyway. So just find someone who doesn't know him. Yeah. Yeah. Next, she says, expect that things, including sex, might be really awkward at first because you've known them for so long. You're like, yeah. you're
0: like, oh god, now you're seeing me naked. This is weird. But you'll get over that if you are
1: attracted to each other. Yeah, it's like riding a bike. Just keep trying. Yep.
0: Uh, and expect that your relationship it's going to get a little more complicated. But but you know that happens when when any relationship evolves to something different. That is true. All right, it is time for our Reason of the Week Breakdown!
1: When we think of famous friends that dated each other, people always go to Ross and Rachel and ignore the clearly superior, healthier couple that is Monica and Chandler. Of course. I'm going to read a modular, I think that's their relationship name, or Chanica, quote. I like Chanica better. Yeah, that's better. Chanica, quote. And Laura has to guess if it was said before or after they went from friends to lovers in a game we call, Were the Friends Just Friends? I love it. I'm ready to play. All right. Hit me with it. Okay. First up, uh, Monica says, five more push-ups and I'll flash you. And then Chandler says, one, two, two and a half. Okay. Just show me one of them. Was that before or after? Uh, After. That was actually before. Really? Okay. they They were doing Pukachevsky's step of flirting. Exactly. She was testing the waters with a little flirty boob action. Uh, Okay next this is Chandler to Monica He says we could have a cat That had a bell on its collar and we could Hear it every time it ran through the kitty door I'm gonna say after because Like I'm thinking that they're dating and they're talking About like what life's gonna be like when they move in You got it That was yeah he was fantasizing about their Future so cute Um, Next again Chandler to Monica he says When we're 40 if neither of us are Married what do you say you and I get Together and have one meaning a baby I'm going to say before because they like weren't even together. Yeah, that one might be a little obvious, but yes. <laughs> I'd be bad if I got that one wrong. There's There were many hints. We all miss them. Uh, okay, Chandler again. He says, you are my favorite people. I think he means person. I don't know if he said people or person. Okay, you're my favorite person and the most beautiful woman I'm ever known in real life. Was that before or after they started dating?
0: I feel like that would be like when he's asked telling her his feelings. So I don't know what that counts as, but I'm going to say like, I'm going to say technically after, kind of.
1: It was actually before, apparently. It was Aww. like they did like a flashback episode. How cute. And it was like years
0: before. Wow, that's mm-hmm. beautiful.
1: Um, Okay, Chandler again. Chandler was doing all the talking. Chandler says, you can balloon up or you can shrink down and I will still love you.
0: Aww. uh, after.
1: Yeah, because, you know, Monica struggles with her weight. So yeah, you need
0: someone that loves you, reassuring.
1: you know, at all all the your worst your best no matter what exactly okay finally last one chandler to monica he says you just you look so different terrific that dress that body i have a feeling this
0: is before because he's like flirting kind of
1: so it's way before it's back when they do like one of the real flashback episodes and monica like just lost a bunch of weight because you know they do the whole thing that monica was like overweight as a teen and uh and then like Chandler's super into her, and then she tries to flirt with him, and she accidentally cuts off his toe. I recently watched the episode, that's why it was she on my mind. She cut off his toe because she she like Rachel tells her to act like everything in the kitchen is really sexy and like touch it to herself. <laughs> so she's like holding mac and cheese up to her face, so then she drops it, and then they like in the in the kerfuffle, she drops a knife on his. Foot and chops his toe oh, off. Oh my
0: god! I don't remember that episode. and Neither
1: did I. And in research for this episode, I was like, uh, "That's kind of great writing. I love it."
0: Oh my god, uh that was a fun quiz. Thank you for thank you for coming up with that for us. Sure. Or for me. Well, guys, we hope we've cleared up this week's reason because that is it for this week's. This is why you're single podcast. Check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and our audiobook on Audible. And we've got lots of stuff in our book about dating your
1: friends and being stuck in the friend zone. So check it out if you want more on this topic. Yes, we do. You can also get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors. For a full list of sponsors in the code, check out our podcast page on singleshow.com. We are also on social, so you can follow us at Your Single Show on Instagram and Twitter. You can also follow our personals. I am at Sparadactyl. And I'm at Laura Lane Rad on Insta and just Laura Lane on Twitter. Yeah. Please like and subscribe on iTunes and thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba 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 la.
0: This is why you're single. ba 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 la. That was a